When this boy meets girl, this boy meets world. When this girl meets boy, meets boy, meets Hello class, open up your textbooks to Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World, Season 4, Episode 19, Chapter Titled. Quiz Show. Pop quiz, asshole. Are you are you talking to me? I mean, that's a... What's that from? It's from a movie. Pop quiz, asshole. I don't remember that. Maybe it's something I haven't seen. No, it's, it's a big movie from like the late 80s, early 90s. Like one of the kids' ones, like Little Giants or something? Super wasn't from Little Giants because they wouldn't say asshole. I think they would. I think those are the movies where you got like one ass or one damn in the I don't think movies. you would get an asshole, though. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Hole is the whole part was always the bad part. Yeah. That's weird. Like early South Park, they would they would bleep out the hole. They would say ass but they, beep. But they said shit. Now they do. Well, I remember when it first came out. It was like way, way late at night because they were allowed to say Mm-mm. certain bad words. Yeah, they could, but they couldn't say shit. Oh, okay. There was a whole thing. I, I'm i not going to talk about South Park for I 500 years. I mean, we years. can say shit. We can? Mm-hmm. Well, why have I been being so clean this whole time? I don't know. I haven't. Well, shit. <laughs> well, that felt good. That felt sexy. Did it? <laughs> Um, I'm Alden. I'm Tanya. I'm the boy. I'm the girl. We are, um, surprise, surprise, a married couple, and we're doing a podcast about Boy Meets World. That's, yeah, that's the show. That's the show, and we're in done. Case, in case you just decide to listen to this one and not I mean, some people, earlier ones. Some people might start with the newest episode, and then they're like, oh, you know what? I want to go back to where the magic started. Yeah, or they'll pick their favorite, like, Boy Meets World episode and listen Uh, to that one. Is this anyone's favorite Boy Meets World episode? I doubt it. I bet it's somebody's. It might be. Find us on our Facebook. Tell us if this is your favorite episode. Chances are no one's going to join this week and say that because, I don't know, It's we'll get there. Um, This isn't going to be a negative episode. Just want to get that out of the way. I mean, you don't know what I have to say about it. I will mute the microphone. <laughs> it's been a long few weeks. Topinions? Uh, Topinions is going to be great this week because it will be very nice or very short. Are you trying to say that I've been very not nice? No. Okay. Last week, not so nice, but anyway. What was last week? The, our first opinions. Oh, yeah. No, but I mean, like, what... Tanya's not necessarily a boy meets, girl meets, boy meets world historian. You would think I live it. You would think you live it. That's indeed. I'm, I mean, you would think that I would be one because I live it. But no, I just forget things right after they happen. You forget words as you say them. That is true, too. What have you been up to, Tanya? Anything? I've been... Mm, so, I feel like I've been up to a lot, but I haven't. <laughs> So like I've been, I feel like I've been so busy and I haven't I have nothing to show for it. That this that's who this show is for. This show is for the people who feel like they've done a lot but they haven't. <laughs> pouring out, pouring out for all the people who feel like they've done a lot but they haven't. Pour one out for all the people who are so busy and stressed. But when somebody asks them what they've been doing, they say, "Oh, nothing really." <laughs> so our nephew. Who we've talked about a few times on this podcast because he spends the night at our house sometimes because he's a baby. He turned one today. 
It is his first birthday. It's very exciting. He's adorable. I love him very much. And yesterday, I made my first balloon garland, and it was very, very hard, and it was very fun. And I just, like, that's what I want to do now. I just want to, like, make balloon garlands. Tanya spends a lot of time trying to figure out what she wants to do with her life. I and think... right now it's balloon garlands. <laughs> I like to do stuff, creative stuff. Uh-huh. It's very difficult for me to sit at a desk in front of a computer because I'm not, like, creating something. Mm -hmm. I like to create stuff. But you like to create, like, different stuff. Like, when you're crocheting nonstop, you want, you're tired of it. You want to, like, jump to different projects. I have... Right now, it's balloon garland. I have a large imagination and and scope for, uh, I guess, dreaming. (laughs) Like, so I just want to do all of everything. Mm Mm-hmm. And I want to be good at it. Yeah. Like so bad. And so like I just, I told my sister, I think I can do this because she wanted one. And I was like, I do stuff like creative stuff. And she was like, do you think you can do it? And I was like, yeah, I'm sure I can. So she got the stuff. I go over there and I put it together. And I was like, see, I, I just could do it just naturally. It just happened. So at some point, I mean, no bullshit. I can say shit now. Mm -hmm. Uh, At some point for real somebody today probably said wow that looks really cool who did that and your sister said my sister tanya and now somebody knows that you're the best balloon garlander on the east coast not the best but i i didn't do a bad job they don't know but yes i actually heard her telling people all the whole time we were there today like my sister made that. Look, my sister made that. Like, she was more proud of it than I was. It was very cute. After she said that, did you point to the baby and you're like, my sister made that. <laughs> Get it? That would have been really funny. <sighs> yeah. What else have we been up to? Um. Well, I'm very proud to announce that we finished the original seasons of Veronica Mars. We have now bought the movie. Hell yeah, we purchased did. Purchased the movie. Got halfway through it last night. I got very sleepy, so... We're going to watch the other half tonight. If we have time. Yeah. Depends on how long this podcast is. That's true. And wouldn't you know it, I think this is going to be a really long one. You think? Yeah. We have so many I'm opinions. I'm thinking two and a half hours. Two oh, and a okay. half hours discussing this episode where they... It's such a rich episode. Oh, yeah. They weave a rich tapestry. Mm-hmm. Um, what have you been up to? It, uh-uh. I'm so I haven't talked about this yet actually on our show and I don't want to promote another podcast on our show but it's not a podcast if you watch it on YouTube so also they don't need promotion because they're already like incredibly gigantic yeah no but I've been binging trying to catch up to Critical Role season two and I've just obsessively been doing that and the show consists of some really famous voice actors um and and one of them is Laura Bailey, who's one of my favorite people in the world. And uh, I made the mistake of... So I started playing Saints Row the other night because it's been a stressful week. Everybody in my house has been a pain in the ass this week. It's a full moon. Everybody in the house. It's been and, a full moon. I figured <clears throat> that out. Like As you were screaming. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm in trouble, guys. Sorry. Sorry, class. Um... But the point is... I was screaming and you're disgusting, so... <laughs> My point is, um, I was so I, I was just stressed out. So I started playing Saints Row 3 from like 2009, which is just a fun, 
dumb game. Um, it's Grand Theft Auto if if Grand Theft Auto was dumber, but just like crazier. And uh, my the main character is Laura Bailey, so I stopped playing that. I stopped listening to Critical Role with her on it. Started playing Saints Row Three with her, and then started playing Valkyria, Valkyria Chronicles on Switch. Like five minutes in, the character runs in the room, starts talking. I'm like, that's fucking Laura Bailey again. She's just everywhere. She is everywhere. Um, so I, you've been listening to Laura Bailey talk just nonstop, nonstop. Even on accident. Like, just... I also watched Boy Meets World Season 4, Episode 19, Chapter Titled. Quiz show. Quiz show. And Tanya? Yep. Um, I don't have a quiz for you yet. First, I just want you to blurb me up. Ooh, ah, ah, ooh, ah, ah. The blurb for season four, episode 19, quiz show is Corey, Sean, and Topanga become celebrities after they appear. That's the Disney Plus blurb? Mm-hmm. After they appear... After they appear. Do they appear... After they appear, John they just appear and become celebrities. Huh. After they appear. Some people do that. I think Paris Hilton did that. Just appeared and became a celebrity. Mm, I mean, she paid her way into being a celebrity. Okay. Like, um, she had to make herself into someone before she became a celebrity. I'm trying to think of other people who just appeared and became celebrities. Nicole Richie. Y- yeah. I guess. Um, I don't know. There were a lot of, like, early 2000s people who just, like, appeared and became mm-hmm. celebrities. And I guess now... That happens a lot, but on a much, much smaller scale. Like, it happens to, like, YouTube stars and stuff now, yeah, but, but it happens for, like, 30 seconds, and then they're gone. Yeah, but they also don't just appear. Like, they work for a long time before they... Sure, but, like, one video will all of a sudden, right. boom, they're super famous for a minute and a half, mm-hmm. and then they're gone forever. Whereas, like, Paris Hilton appeared and then took over pop culture for a few years. Yeah, it's really weird the way that she, like, pops up everywhere. Like, in a bunch of stuff that we're watching. Like, I mean, we were watching Veronica Mars, and she, like, pops up. And then, like, the next season, they make fun of paris hilton like as if she it, wasn't in the show it wasn't in the next season it was literally later in that season oh. they make fun of her and then continue to make fun of her in the following season and then she's like in house of wax she was like in all these movies she did the um simple life show which i have on dvd of course you do um i actually really liked nicole richie a lot mm. but like i like anybody that's ma- married to one of the good charlotte boys i guess you do don't you kind of yeah <laughs> Got a soft um, spot in my heart for those Maryland kids. Yep, that's you. <laughs> anyway, can we get to the point? I don't want to talk about Paris Hilton. I'm about to go into talking about Repo the Genetic Opera, and that could be an hour long. It will all be by an hour itself. Long. Uh, we're going to watch that tonight, probably. I don't think so. I haven't been able to watch it in a while. It mm. gives me a lot of anxiety, which is strange because I can listen to the soundtrack. It's one of my favorite soundtracks to listen to. Classroom or not. <laughs> We can't get on the topic. You asked a question. Um, it, this episode was directed by Jeff McCracken, by the way, and it was written by Stephen Hibbert. Um, I believe okay. that's the second time Stephen mm-hmm. Hibbert has written an episode, maybe third. We've definitely heard his name. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, 
classroom or not? Not. Why not? Or did we we're... start in Chubby's? No. Or was it the Matthews house? No. We're in a new place. This place has like curtains everywhere and like these desks that have three chairs behind them. And there's like a camera off to the side and Mr. Feeney's there and he's like talking to this lady because for some reason, some of his students didn't show up to this quiz show. And she's saying they're going to have to forfeit. Right. And he's like, but we're here. And she's like, I'm sorry, but you have to forfeit. Like, because it's you just... have to have three students. And it's just Topanga sitting at the table. Well, it's just Topanga who was signed up to do it. And right. They, and um, she was like, how did she get here? And they look over and it's Topanga, Corey, and Sean sitting at the table. And because they brought her. And... and uh, Corey and, and Sean go, we're smart. And, and Mr. Feeney goes, nope, you're right. We forfeit. Yeah. Um, but I guess she thinks that they are a viable option for replacement for actual smart kids. So she sends them off to hair and makeup. She First, she asks them what school they're from. And Sean says, what's that thing that's in the hallway? And uh, Corey goes, the John Adams head. And... Sean goes, oh, yeah, we go to John Adams Head High School. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they go back to hair and makeup to get ready for the quiz show. Um, so the quiz show starts and it's very slow and it's very quiet and it's very low energy. And it's very much it was modeled after its academic, mm-hmm. which I watched and loved when I was a teenager. <laughs> I love quiz shows. I would watch Jeopardy. I watched like anything where I could feel smart because I could answer the questions. And I loved its academic very, very much. And that's what this is modeled after. Very slow, very quiet, very much just asking smart questions. And Corey and Sean are unruly. Mm -hmm. They're just hitting the buzzer because they think it's funny. Um, Topanga answers a question about the Fertile Crescent and says it's the Tigris and the Euphrates River or whatever. Mm -hmm. And... Everyone's all excited, but it that brings the total score to uh, 20 to 1 with John Adams High losing. Right. Um, so, but the crowd is going crazy. Right. Because Corey and Sean are like just, I don't know, they're bringing an energy to the show mm-hmm. that was not previously there. Pe- right. Like people are cheering, they're screaming, John Adams High. John Adams, hi. Right. Um, because Corey and Sean are just kind of goofing off. Like, mm-hmm. the fact that they keep on hitting the buzzer is the reason why they're so low. Because there's so many questions they can't answer. So Topanga says, stop hitting the buzzer. And then as she says that, um, they're on a break and mm-hmm. the sponsor comes over. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, hey, these you're really onto something here with this show. I think we'd love to give you some money for sponsorship if you keep it like this. So she changes the questions, gives it to the host, and he comes back and he says, next question uh, in the category, was up? And the question is, what does the X in X-Men stand for? That's so good. And they sit there. Because Topanga told them not to buzz anymore. And so they sit there with their hands down and the time is ticking away, just ticking and ticking. And finally, she's like, go for it. And they answer the question. 
And Sean mm-hmm. gives a whole like, well, it's because of the X factor and their genetic mutation that gives people like Wolverine and Mystique their powers. Mm-hmm. And, and he says, well, isn't that right, Professor he Matthews? Calls him, yeah, he calls him Dr. Matthews. Oh. And, he, and Corey's like, what my esteemed colleague <laughs> forgot to mention was it also stands for Professor Xavier. Like, so he goes into this long thing. And as he is winding down the answer, the Proctor? Uh, Would, proctologist? No, the guy who's asking the questions. Wouldn't I don't that know. be considered the proctor? I don't like, know. Host. He's testing them? Host. Okay. Well, the host is like, he finishes answering the question with him because he has that exact answer written on his card. And the crowd goes wild. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and we go back to the kitchen. Yeah, we go back to the Matthews kitchen. Where Corey is walking in the house and he's like, you're looking at the champion um of high school quiz show of high school quiz show and they're both like wait isn't that like for smart kids which is really fucked up sure is it though yes like if you have a kid and you know that they're probably not like there are kids who are really good at certain things like if you have a kid that you know just has a real hard time with math and mm-hmm they go and they win a math tournament wouldn't you be kind of surprised i would not say anything like that okay fair enough like i wouldn't say anything like that we all three of our kids are good at different things right and if we were to even remotely say that one of them was smarter than the other or something that they were doing like like if we were just like well finley's in this class because he's the smartest like it's just it's not like our kids don't work hard right for what they're doing so i don't know i that's why i feel like they shouldn't have said that it wasn't nice but whatever (laughs) okay so now we go back to high school quiz show is it though it still is yeah is it still called high school quiz show yeah i don't know i think it still is right now okay yeah, it still is right now. It changes next next segment. No. Okay, Mm-mm. whatever, Tanya. So... <clears throat> blurb me up. <laughs> we go back to the quiz show, which is now called Knowledge Fever. And oh. um, Amy and Alan and Eric are all... And Mr. Feeney are all in the um, audience. And they're like... So it changes names again? Yes. Okay, all right. You don't remember when I asked you that whole thing or I made that whole comment about Knowledge Fever while we were watching it? No. Oh. Was that a quiz? Yes. This is your high school quiz show. I'm just the pouty lips. <laughs> uh, so anyway, they're sitting up there watching with uh, Eric, Alan, Amy, and Mr. Feeney. And, and Amy is like, why is Corey on this show? And Alan goes... You want to answer that, George? And Mr. Feeney says... Um, he says... We live in a random and chaotic universe. Yes. And so they cut back to the show one, and they're just like, it's time for the show. And like dancers come out just like... Yeah, they're in like pop like pop star girl outfits and they're like dancing around the front. And Eric is like, yes, like dancing around too. And... The old this man, is the show now. The older man who is the host 
is now wearing a leather jacket. Yeah, he's cool now. Yeah. He's one of the cool teens. Um, and he even he goes, like, it's time. We got John Adams High against uh, some other school. Right. And um, the crowd is going wild. Everything is completely topsy-turvy. He's, he, the first question is about Baywatch, and Sean mm-hmm. answers before he even asks and says, Sexy lifeguard, C.J. Parker is Pamela Anderson, and they win one million points or whatever. Right. And <laughs> I think they say it's it's uh, John Adams High one, and their future employers, zero. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they go to a break where the dancers come back out and dance to a song about zit cream and a hip hop song if you could call it that it's not it's that. very 1990s dc talk yeah well, you got zit cream well, you da, da, da. <laughs> it was very like um nickelodeon meets mtv like mm. it was like if they fused those two together that's what this was yeah. But I you brought up DC Talk and it made me think about the fact that like did you ever have to do a quiz at church or anything for like Bible verses? You probably had to do it at school. Yeah. I we had like competitions like this at church and we got these things called faith coins for answering questions and like you could go to the faith store and buy like albums and bikes and skateboards and all these really cool things. And I was very good at it. What'd you win? What's the best thing you ever won? The best thing I ever bought? Well, I always bought CDs. So I never, I never bought a big thing. Wow. I never saved for a big thing. Mm. I bought a Newsboys CD, (laughs) the Not Ashamed CD. And I Probably bought some DC Talk. I bought a lot of albums. We're podcasting to about one and a half people right now. I don't... Who cares? (laughs) Um, But while they're doing this, the sponsor goes over to the the lady who's in charge and goes like very like mafia style. These kids are never going to lose, right? And she's just like, I already have things planned. Like she's got it under control. Um, and they just keep getting more and more popular. And she goes over there and explains to them what their role is on the show. Topanga needs, oh, she's the Corey hair. needs to, um, look more quizzical. Mm-hmm. And Sean is the pouty lips. And Topanga needs to flip her hair and Topanga gets upset. Yeah. She starts to like question. She's like, why are we here? Um, can you please ask us some more intelligent questions? Or like, why are you asking us questions like this? No one's learning anything. And she said, isn't the point of the show to teach kids things? And she says, no, the point of the show is to attract an audience and look at your audience. And it cuts to the crowd. And they're like going crazy. There's a, um, a group of kids who have signs that says Topanga is our queen. And Topanga's just like, it's good to be queen. And, and she, she just flips like, her hair. Flip, yeah, she like fluffs her hair up so it's like bigger and stuff. Um, it's very disturbing. <laughs> is it? Kind of. I mean, it seems it seems fairly accurate. Yeah, except for the fact that they wouldn't change a show that's been on for fifty years like this drastically just because of viewers. Like they could have done that before those kids were on there. Like they knew that it was boring. Yeah, but they didn't ever had kids like Corey and Sean on to rile the crowd up. That's true. They finally had that. 
it's just weird to me that they had to change all of that stuff. They could have done that before there was Corey and Sean. Like, if they wanted it to be a different show, they could have made it a different show. Why didn't they just do that before? Because they didn't know that this was going to work. And then all of a sudden, they saw it before they even tried it. Mm. And then, voila, lightning in a bottle. You know? It's just like Gutenberg with the printing press. Oh, that was kind of a nice segue, except for the fact that I want to point out that old lady producer of the show who produces the quiz show... Definitely, definitely told Sean to give sexy pouty lips. Oh, no, she Who was did. a child. Yes. That's gross. Uh, it's gross for sure, but I don't think it's inaccurate. I'm pretty sure there's Disney Channel shows no, out all, there. No, all of them. Yeah. Like, all of them are, you know, oh, walk this way or, like, stick your butt out this way. It's still disgusting. Yeah. But now we go back to history class where they're learning wait, about... Wait, Classroom what? or not, Alden? No, that doesn't work. That's not how this This goes. is the first time we've been in the classroom at all in a while. That is not how this do. But we're here. We're in your favorite place. First off, it's not my favorite place. I'm very confused. Second off, it's the middle of the show. We're in the history class. Mr. Feeney's history class where he's talking about what Tanya go. The printing press. That's what they were talking about. He's going off on a tangent about the Gutenberg printing press and like what it meant for um, like technological advancement. Like before the printing press, it was harder to get material to people. And now it, you know, made it easier for a broader expanse of people to gain knowledge because they were able to print all of these manuscripts and books and newspapers and everything that they couldn't do before. Is Corey listening to this conversation? Uh, not really, no. Why not? Um, because he's signing stuff. Uh-huh. Because he's a celebrity now, yeah. and so is Sean. They're celebrities. Yeah, and they're like, we don't need to know this stuff, Mr. Feeney. Pop culture is what, what makes the world go around. Haven't you seen that we're champions? Right, he basically says, like, it's this is proving... That the knowledge that we do remember is the important stuff. And Sean says, I don't need knowledge. I just need my pouty lips. Right. And Mr. Feeney says, you guys, calm down. That show has become a circus and you three are driving the tiny car. Um, and they kind of argue back and forth and Mr. Feeney is furious. Like he's very upset because they keep basically acting like all the things that he's ever taught them mean nothing and he's he's just like this is all wasted on you and And he's very upset and he goes off on a rant and he says we're talking about a time where people would get a new book every six months and they were happy with it and they soaked it up and you kids are getting a new website every six seconds and still I, you can't be forced to learn anything. Right. He says, like, and what are you doing with this technology? You are defeating King Koopa and saving a princess. Like, this is what you're doing with technology. And the bell rings. I felt so attacked. Only because we were definitely playing a Mario game tonight. And I definitely was playing Mario 35 trying to save the princess this afternoon. Well, Maybe. You should I also know read about, some books. I also and, know and, how books work. First off, Gutenberg, get the fuck out of here. I got a Kindle. I don't need your printing. I don't need ink. Gutenberg, you've been very bad for the environment. I, I think 
let's be clear. Gutenberg was terrible for the environment. He didn't invent paper. People were already using paper and pens. They were using the same amount of ink and paper as they were before the printing press. They just had to write everything out first. Good point. He's not bad for pollution, just for wrist strength. Everybody lost wrist strength. Yeah, that's when Carpal Tunnel was born. (laughs) (laughs) Gutenberg, Carpal Tunnel is your fault. Anyway, what was I saying? I don't know. Um, So Mr. Feeney is furious. The bell goes off and all the kids start getting up and he yells. He's like, you're going to stay here. For once, I'm walking out on you. Like, he is pissed. Mm-hmm. I would be terrified. <laughs> it was good. And then we cut back to the quiz show. Which is a different show now again. Now it's a different show entirely. There's a new host again. It's Kiki. Yep. She's very singled out. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole show has, like, a, a Hawaiian theme. Mm-hmm. And it's very much um, appropriated cultures it's it's something what They've, was the name of the show now um it's i it's something like huh that's cool <laughs> did i write it down i thought i wrote it down but i don't see it anywhere on my paper and that's ridiculous oh yeah it's called huh that's cool all right Oof. we almost failed that test or that quiz um and now they're like sitting in these weird like chairs that are hands they're and um they're wearing like really like Topanga's dressed in like shirts that show her stomach and Corey's wearing a fake brain <laughs> which I want that hat so bad like I love that hat it has lights that like shine through it and like move around in it and like Sean's just there to be good looking or whatever Finley would wear the brain hat everywhere he would yeah it would be his favorite thing in the world. Yeah. We need to get him one of those. If anybody knows where to find the brain hat, please let us know. We need it very badly. Somebody reach out to Stephen Hibbert and ask him where we can get a brain hat. One of our listeners has to be like best friends with that person. One of our listeners probably has the brain hat. <laughs> <laughs> so if we can borrow it for a week. John, do you have the brain hat? No, we have it. Thank you. <laughs> um. Anyway, so they've all got nicknames now. They are literally Lips, Hair, and Brainiac 14. Yeah. I don't... I don't know. Um, But, like, the show is pure chaos. There's just all kinds of dancing all around. And she's asked... Kiki's asking, like, off-the-wall questions. And... um, She asks the question, the moon, where is it? And they just, like, point up. And they get the, they get it right, and then and it she, was like a million trillion points, which mm-hmm. is very much a number I would come up with when I'm angry for like how many dirts were on the floor. That's true. I believe <laughs> you said that earlier this week. A million trillion dirts have got to be cleaned <laughs> off this floor. And I'm like, Laura Bailey, save me. <laughs> um, but then she goes to the other school and she asks them the weight of the moon, and they give her the real answer. And she's like, I don't know, that's probably right, but that's not the answer we're looking for. And um, Sean says, it doesn't weigh anything because it's... It would fall on us. Yeah, and that gives them the correct answer and they win. So the crowd goes wild. The crowd goes crazy. And the sponsor comes over 
And Brett McInerney. Is that his name? Mm-hmm. Brett McInerney. Mm-hmm. Say it again. Brett McInerney. I like it when you say that. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> no. <laughs> we still have to finish the podcast. Um, so he comes over and says there's four times as many kids listen or watching now as there were um, six weeks ago. Four times is not that many. It's not. Because there were like 10 kids watching before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now there's only 40 kids watching. Yeah. So he tells them that they've got a plan to take the show to the big time. And mm-hmm. all they have to do? Um, they have to miss six weeks of school and go to Oahu. Mm-hmm. Which Sean has skipped a lot of school. So he thinks Oahu is Ohio. Mm-hmm. Because he says Columbus, Oahu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and Topang is like, wait a minute. Like, my grades are suffering already. I can't do this. I can't miss school to go to Oahu for six weeks. We have finals coming up. And the stupid bitch. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Host, producer lady is like, you guys are um, scholastic role models now. So you have to do this. Like, think about who's watching and like scholastic role models like if she as a person was thinking that they are scholastic role models and she's a very bad person she didn't think that she was just trying to tell them what she had to to get them to do with the mm. show she wanted a hit show so she goes over to sean and she's like don't listen to them you know that you want to go to oahu and he says um he says he'd think about it mm-hmm. but like I don't know. I'll think about it. And she's like, whatever. Right. Get your bathing suits on. It's time for round two. Um. So. So then we go to the next. Um. Hold on. <laughs> Tanya got lost. I did. The question is, do I want to cut this out or leave it? You're cutting it out. Ooh, no, I'm not. So where do we go, Tanya? So we're going to um the backyard. Yes. Good job. <laughs> I was missing. I was lost in my notes. So it's an open book quiz. I know. I was never good at those. I was way better at memorizing things than I was at open book. Ooh, ooh fancy. What are we doing in the backyard? Um. Well, Mr. Feeney's coming out to his backyard. So then Corey is talking to Mr. Feeney. Saying what? Well, Mr. Feeney asked Corey if he's ready for class for the next day and... Corey's like, yeah, and he spouts off, like, these, like, facts about Gutenberg and the printing press, and he's got it, like, down pat. The year he made it, the, the, what it did for culture, and then he gets all uncomfortable and looks at Mr. Feeney and goes, don't tell anybody I know that. And then we quickly cut back to the quiz show. The quiz show, um, where they basically say, like, they're not going to Oahu, and, as they're walking onto set, because they're doing this episode, um, the uh, sponsor is talking to the producer. Mm-hmm. Is she the producer? Probably. Um, and he says, like, well, what are we going to do now? And she's like, oh, don't worry. I've already got it covered. And so then we go out to the show and our three favorite people are, like, sitting in their chairs and they're introduced and um, then Kiki's like, and now something special. We've got a new set of students from a school in California. Yeah. 
and out come like three cute like surfer guy or two guys and a girl like that are surfers and a pizza place and they're like headbanging and Mm -hmm. like they all have long hair and all the crowd like takes off the brainiac helmets and starts partying with the surfers surfers. they're very excited and all like our team because that's who we're rooting for they obviously realize that they are replaceable Mm -hmm. and it cuts to the end of the show and the, the quiz is tied and they're like for the final question lips this one's for you who was who invented the printing press yes and it like zooms in on him and he's just like i don't know i don't know anything that was really good but also uncomfortable (laughs) um story of my life so they lose they lost and obviously, like, Corey knew the answer and Topanga knew the answer. And they were, like, sitting off to the side, like, very upset that they did not get to, like, tell him what the answer was. But anyway, they lost. Now we go to the classroom again. Classroom or not, Tanya? Classroom. How'd that feel? Fine. Yeah, not great, though. It never felt great. Wow. So we go to the classroom um, Mr. Feeney comes into his classroom and Corey and Sean Topanga are already in their seats. No one else is there. And he's like, uh, you guys are early. Why are you guys early? What? And, <laughs> Why? and they're like, um, well, you taught us all about the printing press. And so Sean starts to spout off like information about the printing press because I guess he felt dumb on TV. So he finally went and learned about it. Mm-hmm. And Here's um, my, go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. My theory there actually is that Sean knew that it was Gutenberg in the oh. printing press, but he realized if he didn't get the question right, the other team could take over and be the new champs. That is a good theory. I think that could be it. Yeah. Or it could be that he really didn't know because he maybe sat there and was like, "I don't need it. All I all I need is my lips." Yeah, but I felt like they could have done that with any question, you know? Like, they could have asked any semi-intelligent question Mm -hmm. and had him get it wrong, but they chose one that we knew he had heard several times. Right, so he must have known it. Maybe. Or they were trying to show just how little he paid attention. Right. I don't know. And just how much of a distraction the show was, like, being on the show. Like, he couldn't even remember things that were being talked about over and over again. Right. Who knows? Who knows? So um, the kids basically tell Mr. Feeney, like, we know all of this stuff now. Because you taught us. So what can you teach us next? And all the other kids start coming into class. Yes, it's supposed to be like a touching moment. Yeah. Um, now, now we go to the post credit scene. Yeah. Where we are in the Matthews living room. Uh-huh. And they have a box set of the tabletop board game for, huh, what was the name of the show again? Oh, huh? That's cool. The board game. And they say that they got it as a as a losing gift. Like the losers got that gift. Did they get anything the weeks that they won? I wondered the same thing. Like, So they don't get anything until they lose? That's crazy. And it's a board game? It was their parting gift. But what did they win when they actually were winning? Right. And... Eric is like, there's no dancers in here. And they're like, they couldn't fit them in the box. Amy says that as 
quick and funny. And uh, Topanga goes, and I'll play the part of Kiki. And she like jumps up and starts like being like extra sunshiny and peppy. And she's like, for your first question. Parents. Milk. Where does it come from? And they're like, a cow? And she's like, not the answer we're looking for. And then she's like, boys and all three guys, like Sean, Eric, and Corey, all put their heads together like, a carton. And they're like, more specific, please. They're like, a milk carton. And she's like, ding, 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 you are correct. And then she goes, you know what that means? It's time for the Samoans. And, And they're like... Well, they couldn't fit those in the box either, but then the dancers all come down. They're like, boy, boy, boy meets world. Boy, boy, boy meets world. Yep. And that's the episode. And that's the episode. It felt like five minutes. It felt like five minutes, and even talking about it felt quick. Well, we haven't asked each other how we felt about the episode. Well, then, Tanya. Yes? How did we feel about the episode? Uh, hey, give uh-huh. me your opinion. Okay, so my opinion on this episode is... I don't have a lot because it wasn't, there wasn't a lot to it. My opinion is that um, I really liked the original show and I would have much rather watched the high school quiz show than the volcano erupting like, huh, that's cool show. What a nerd. You watched Singled Out though, like... I watched it, I watched Singled Out for the fact that I only really watched it when it was on like spring break and stuff. Mm. Um, I never really watched it for what it was. Mm. No, I love quiz shows. I love things like that so much. My favorite like video or computer game when I was a kid, you know, you got the like sample pack Mm -hmm. with your Packard Bell computer. (laughs) There was one called Encarta that was the encyclopedia and it had a quiz like game on it called Mind Maze. And I would sit and play it for hours and hours and hours until I knew like everything in the encyclopedia. I like wow. knowing I like knowing stuff. Good. I'm not that smart, but I do like to just like know stuff. Huh. Okay. So yeah, I watch I loved watching It's Academic. And if they had changed it into like a crazy circus like that, I would not have enjoyed watching it. Mm. But how did you feel about this episode? That's it. It was fine. It was fun. So a minute, like literally a minute ago, I said, uh, it seems like a short episode. And you said, but we still haven't talked about how we feel about it as though, <laughs> as though you knew that once you got going, this was worrying for a hell of a ride. No, I think this is just, it's a, just a fun episode. Like it yeah. was We are, I think, in that, like, in the weeds with these teenagers kind of area right now where there's a lot going on with them. And and going into future episodes, I think there's a lot that goes on with, like, Corey and Topanga and with Sean, like, that are dramatic things. So this is, like, the palate cleanser before we go into the craziness of the end of the season. Well, yeah, this is this is it before the end of the season, I think. Right. We have two episodes left, I think. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Maybe three. Um, but, yeah, this is this is the home stretch. Mm-hmm. This was the calm before the storm. Right. So, I like, it's one of those necessary episodes. Like, if we were binging it, we would need that sort of filler or whatever. 
But that's all it was. It wasn't like anything special. I I think it's really, really sad that one, Corey and Sean are just constantly being talked about like they're not smart and like not not knowing things from school is not the same as not being smart. That's completely different. Like the things that kids absorb, they all absorb different stuff. Telling a kid that they're not smart or constantly talking about a kid not being smart only hinders them because that places a box around them that wouldn't have otherwise been there. So like they probably have way more potential than they're given credit for. Yeah, definitely. But otherwise, there's not a lot to it. Would you have let your kids go to Oahu instead of school? I don't think so. I don't know. I think you would. I might. I would like, say no. You would say yes. Um, Like, let's say Caden was on a quiz show and we're like, oh my God, they dumbed down this quiz show so much. This isn't great for him. Mm-hmm. But the opportunity that he might get going somewhere like that might be big. Right. He might stumble into something that's great for him. Right. So, I don't know. I might... Yeah, I feel like you would immediately say yes, and I would be like, "Uh, I don't think so. And then we would talk it over, and I would end up going over to your side, and any one of our kids would have ended up going to Oahu. Maybe, yeah. Because, like, what, six weeks? Right. And, I mean, at this point, they could just do virtual school anyway. Right? (laughs) Well, at this point, they're not getting on a plane and going to Oahu. That's also true. We would have to drive them in a car over the ocean. (laughs) Yeah, so Alden? Yeah? How'd you feel about this episode? Oh, I thought you'd never ask. I know, you never think I'm going to ask. Um, well, actually, I thought this episode was really fun. Um, there wasn't a whole lot to it. It was an it was a nice little episode. There wasn't much of a lesson to learn. I guess the 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 thing we were supposed to learn was that um I don't know, kids are dumb and th- this generation sucks. Uh and it's funny how much even more that resonates now. Like, not this generation sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we also talk about how much information is at our kids' fingertips and how they're more informed than our generation ever was. Mm-hmm. Um, politically and socially, they are well. Op- they are far more aware than we ever were. Well, they're more equipped but than they ever were. at the same time, what do you say to our kids eight times a week when they ask a question about something simple. I say, you carry a computer around with you all the time. Pick it up and Google. A couple weeks ago, Tanya asked a question and Aubrey was like, I don't know, you carry a computer around all the time. Pick it up, Google. And it was fantastic. <laughs> um, Whenever our kids mock us, it actually makes me really happy because it means they heard what I said. <laughs> and think it's silly. Whatever. At least they heard me. Sometimes I don't feel heard. I would rather feel heard and be mocked than to not feel heard at all. <laughs> That's why we are so good. We're such a good good marriage. <laughs> um, but, I mean, I, it's, it's crazy how much that applies now to, like, you literally could learn anything you mm-hmm. want. But you don't have to learn anything at all. Right. Because it's all right there. Mm-hmm. But what happens if we lose that tomorrow? Right. Um, so it was very interesting to see that 
then because it that really was like the height of um, these dumb shows on TV. I mean, mm-hmm. Singled Out is the one we refer to, but Singled Out was the big one, and there were 900 other small ones right. that were just like it, that were just dumb quiz shows mm-hmm. that were made for kids to feel like they could answer the questions. And that's very true. I watched like every um, game show known to man growing up, especially like the kids ones. I think um, like the Family Channel or Fox Family or whatever, they actually had like a block of kids game shows on every afternoon. Um, Nickelodeon had a whole bunch of game shows, but Uh the ones on the Family Channel actually did a lot of question asking. It was always dumb stuff. Mm -hmm. Like... You don't have to dump things down for kids. They're just now learning everything. It should be fresh in their brains. Like It's true. Like, dump things down for the adults that went to school 20 years ago. Well, maybe there's a little show that you'd like to watch called Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? <laughs> <laughs> I did used to watch that show. What? I did. I'm shocked. Um, but yeah, this episode of Boy Meets World was fun and yeah. interesting. This I'm is- actually really happy with it, like... I don't know why this is what is in my head, but this is one of the episodes I feel like is a Naruto filler episode. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it's always Naruto with me, but because like that's they the are quintessential known for their filler episode. It's the quintessential filler. Like you go crazy, crazy, crazy story, and then mm-hmm. he's chasing a frog for thirty minutes. Right. Uh, this was a chase in the frog episode. Mm-hmm. Corey and Sean were chasing the frog, and they weren't out there being ninjas, were they? No, they were not. But. It was a good episode. Like, it was one, like, I'm happy that I can't really, like, there's, there was nothing really bad in it. Mm-hmm. And it was just fun. So that's really all there is to it. Yeah, but it is kind of back to where Eric was um, um, excelling in his weatherman career. And mm-hmm. everyone was just like, you need school. Like, in this case, who knows what could have come out of them going to, to be stars on this show. That's true to a point, but I also think that no matter what, an education is important. Sure. Were, were the producer and the um, sponsor going to make sure that while they were in Oahu for six weeks that they were also doing correspondence courses for school so that they didn't fall behind? Like, because Topanga's GPA is incredibly important to her. Mm-hmm. So those were things that, like, as long as that was in place, they should absolutely have chased opportunities. Right. But if it wasn't in place, then... It makes sense for them to not do it. I don't know. It's touch and go. Like you want, I would want Topanga to follow her heart, and mm-hmm. her heart obviously was to not uh, right. leave school behind. Right. But Sean, his heart was obviously go to Oahu, Hawaii, or whatever. Right. I mean, Columbus, Oahu. <laughs> I mean, my heart would have been go to Oahu. Like, who wouldn't want to go? Topanga. I mean, she had to have wanted to go. Oh, I'm sure. And I think Corey was in the middle. Like, Mm -hmm. they had Topanga over here, and Corey was right in the middle, and then Sean was on the opposite end. Yeah. It's so weird that for a show that focused on the three of them, they didn't talk much. Huh. Interesting. They hardly said anything the whole episode. Yeah. It was just watching them go through this. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Anything else you want to say? I told Finley I was going to tuck him in. When? At nine. Why did you tell him that? I said that we could pause it and go tuck him in. Okay, you didn't tell me that. Yes, I did. I came in and told you. I walked in and I was telling you that. Uh, anyway, we now we might as well finish off the show. Yeah. Um, so is there anything else you want to say about the show? Um, No, not really. 
I guess you can... Mr. Feeney was fantastic. Yes. Uh, he yes. only had a few lines, but all of them were good. When he got angry, I was terrified. When he got angry, it was great. When mm-hmm. he said the stuff to Corey in the backyard, it was good. Mm-hmm. When he, in the in the crowd, said life is... Uh, Random and uh, chaotic. Yeah, that was wonderful. Yes. Um, But otherwise, good episode. Yeah. Good night. <laughs> um, what what else do you want to tell the people, Tanya? Where what, to find us? Yeah. Where can you find us? You can find us can on Twitter. I find us on Twitter. I don't know. Can you find us on Twitter? I don't know where. At BMG and BMW. And then you can email us? At BMG and BMW at gmail.com. Do we get emails? We do. Oh, interesting. Um, or you can find us on Facebook. Type our type our name in the in the Facebook search bar. That's Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World. In case, in case you didn't know. Um, but otherwise, we appreciate you guys so much. And uh, honestly, like if you have more to say about this episode, because we obviously, you know, could have missed something yeah. just like in the chaos of it all. I definitely want to hear if there's like something deeper to it, because to me, it was just a fun episode. Well, and like we go, we went back last week and we were talking about how we didn't enjoy the SAT stuff or, mm-hmm. or whatever a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And people in the group pointed out that that's an important story later on with Eric right. and the SATs. And we don't know that because... We're from the past. Right. We're in 1997 right now. But. Uh, Are we to, in 97 or 98 yet? We're 97. Okay. And um, so we appreciate anyone's insight. Mm-hmm. Because now when we get to those episodes, we can go, oh, well, that's what. Right. That's what Channing was talking about. Right. That's what Joe was saying. Yep. Um, but otherwise, find us there. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. This has been Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World, Season 4, Episode 19. Class dismissed. Dismissed.